happy independence day to all fellow citizens in this episode today special day when india is celebrating 75 years of its independence honorable prime minister has listed five pledges to be accomplished in the next 25 years and while that is at a macro level for the entire country i just wanted to share some thoughts on what it means to me at an individual level what are the two or three things we can do i can do to contribute to make these pledges successful i'll go through it one by one and uh, reflect upon two or three things that we could do on each of these pledges i'd also urge you to think about the same pledges and see what it means to you what difference are you going to make in the next 25 years towards the society around you and therefore contributing towards overall goal and success for india in the next 25 years Pledge number one: India must become a developed nation in 25 years, urging the youth to dedicate the next 25 years of their lives for nation's development. That's a brilliant idea, given that 60% of the country is below the age of 30, and even more, I think 20, 25 years is 27 years is the median age. for the country as we stand today the next generation the internet generation is going to be the leaders taking india to newer heights and so i sense that the set of people who are born say post 2000 2005 will be new age leaders around 2020 2047 or 2050 if you will where the foundation of and the thought clarity required to lead at that point in time has to begin now and that starts with the education system i'd imagine a revamping of the education system is already underway and we have to work backwards and break down 2047 or say 25 years into brackets of 5 years and then work backwards each of these 5 years so you add 5 years from 22 is 27 so what are the anticipated technologies anticipated progress that we aim to see at a granular level in the year 2027 work backwards from there and see what do we have already on the table and where is the gap and then specifically work towards making that gap happen this pretty much is the model and theory for all the 5 year periods leading up to 2047 or 2050 if you will that each of these 5 years we got to work backwards and see how we can move forwards and at at a micro level at an individual level at our levels the same logic holds true if you're looking for the job which is based on historical data or historical success chances are that job might may not exist or will not exist or we might get automated when i say may not exist may not be eliminated but it will probably transform into something else so i'd urge the youngsters to listen to senior people the visionaries the advisors the experts in their respective fields and ask them how will this particular role job change in the next 5 years and see if you can work towards the goal backwards say okay in 5 years if this is how the role is going to eventually shape up can i begin now taking baby steps towards that goal so that you are ready when the transformation happens you are absolutely ready 
So that would be my two cents at a micro level, what we can do to contribute towards this goal of making India a developed nation in 25 years. Number two, we should not try to become like others. There should be no trace of colonialism or slavery in our mindset. That is a fantastic attitude to have be, be you, be original. It's now long that we have spent post-independence. 75 years is a very long time and it's long enough for you to shed any previous hangover. And I know the next generation or the folks post say 90 borns or 2000 borns, they might not have this hangover as much. However, some of the previous generations, the boomer generation or the Gen X, like some of us, may still have some of the old school mindset. And it's important that if some of us are in various leadership roles, that we don't carry the baggage of previous past and embrace what lies ahead and, you know, be unafraid to be original and acknowledge who we are the way we are. I think that that is a very key personality trait. The flip side is the next generation, the folks who are going to be leaders in the future, it is also very important that you don't blindly ape another country, another nation, another culture. It's always good to learn, understand what they're doing right, and also be mindful about what they're doing wrong. I think the smart generation, if you will, you're born into a smart generation, as it were. And so the key factor of smartness is to not do the same mistakes or not repeat the same mistakes that another developed nation did along their way to progress. And so if we can hop, skip and jump and or navigate around or dodge around the potential pitfalls which comes on this trajectory of growth, chances are we will be faster ahead and further ahead than other developing nations. So don't blindly ape copy you know cut copy paste in computer parlance it is important to be original and come up with something that you can own and be proud of and very importantly what you make for yourself should also be applicable globally and that's where the challenge is as well yes you can develop something be very original which is probably only applicable to the community around you the society that we live in today is a global society, universal society. So your solutions to complex problems also have to have a universal applicability, usability, referenceability. And that thought process is very important that, yes, can this scale to global levels? Can 7 billion people be impacted with my thought process? If not 7 billion, at least half of that, like three and a half billion people, can they be impacted? I think that itself is a ma macro thought process from a micro idea. And therefore, figuring out stuff which is original and applicable to global humanity, people kind, is one of the key aspects of being very successful and contributing towards not only your nation's growth, but the entire planetary development, if you will. Number three, be proud of our heritage. I could not agree more to this. You know, we ought to know where we come from, own it, be proud of it, 
all the good lessons that we can extract out of it and also have the intelligence to know how to represent it in front of a global audience. What I mean by that is by heritage, the sheer definition of heritage is just not restricted to ancient ruins and forts and temples and everything. They need to be preserved. They need to be maintained. It's all of our responsibility to even market and showcase them. But heritage is also part of our internal culture, how we become international ambassadors of our region, community, city, country is also very important and reflective of our culture and heritage. You know, when we travel abroad, we should be referred and respected saying that, oh, that person is of an Indian origin or is an Indian. That sense of pride should be there. It is there to a large extent, but we need to probably increase and do a little better there. Think of your modern generation rights some of you travel a lot and you will see some of the preset notions when you talk about say japanese they will be known for efficiency and hygiene and high tech you know that's the general perception likewise for germans if, if it is german engineering then it is equivalent to high class high quality sturdy material so these kind of positive affirmations need to be associated with india as well IT is doing a great job in letting the world know that we are smart people. There is huge volume of talent that is available. That perception sits well globally. However, we need to improve upon that as well, that we are just not an IT country. We have manufacturing, we have agriculture, we have so many other facets to our representation. That diversity is our strength. Somewhere when we, we come, when we step outside the borders of our country, we need to be very mindful that people are looking at us more than ever. Our soft power is being observed by more people than ever with the advent of all these social media platforms. More and more people are looking at us and saying, wow, I'm ready to explore India. But the question is, is India ready to explore me or embrace me? Somewhere we have to start thinking as a global citizen. Yes, we have to think about India first, but also that we are a part of a global society. There are some norms that are prevalent and we have to see how we not only maintain our own identity, but also be a part of a global identity. And that is applicable to all of us individually as well. Whether we are working in a multinational corporation, working outside the country, being a leader of another team with diverse cross-cultural mix, people should be happy to say, wow, I'm so happy to have you as a leader or as a boss or as a colleague or as a friend. You know, that's a positive perception of the country that needs to be built globally. Number four, we should be united as a people to work towards the upliftment of the nation. Respect for women is an important pillar of India's growth. I cannot emphasize how much more critical and important it is from so many aspects. I don't want to repeat something that you already probably have heard, exercise and do. It is far better now than it was, say, 20 years earlier. The awareness is better. The uh, equality is nearing a better standard than where it ever was. But there is a long way to go as well. You know, we have to truly 
progress in the direction where ability matters it gender does not matter a sexual orientation preference does not matter if a person is capable able to execute a particular task whether it is a man woman transgender whether they are gay lesbian whether they are straight or heterosexual does not matter how does it matter what their personal preferences are as long as they are true to the role required uh, role requirements and executed to perfection so somewhere the maturity of the nation needs to kick in as well a lot of the young generation is embracing that some of the elder generation finds it difficult and it's all right that they learn slowly but the important part is a country cannot succeed progress if there is no equality within the ecosystem all hands on deck makes the ship float right makes the ship reach the shore that is the exact analogy where it doesn't matter who you are where you come from what orientation you have or what gender you have as long as you faithfully execute the role that has been assigned to you that is all it takes that is all that matters finally any nation that has progressed has discipline ingrained in its citizens if you all follow our responsibilities india will grow fast whether it is saving electricity water taking care of our environment our parks our roads just being little more cautious and sensitive towards conserving resources scarcity of resources is the reason why there is so much of struggle and fight and if we conserve it better if we better discipline ourselves chances are life will be easier for us if you listen to any of the management gurus they will tell you the hard things make life simple that's the long and short of it if you work hard life becomes easier and simpler if you abuse the simplicity life will again become harder it is common sense it is important that you make people realize especially the younger generation you know they might think that oh what what discipline and it's very easy to get little agitated with discipline and constraints when there is so much of abundance that is a big risk you know two generations ago things were not easily available you had to fight for it you had to struggle for it you had to wait for it and so it is a bit counterintuitive you would think that well if it is available why not consume it and the answer to that is create more before you consume more if you can create more grow more then consumption balance will automatically come the challenge is when it is skewed towards one side if you continually consume more who will do the creation and you will be perpetually dependent on the creator so somewhere restore that balance and that balance comes with discipline even though something that is abundantly available you exercise self restraint like a simple example you can possibly buy 100 chocolates but you know that if you have 100 chocolates you will your teeth will have cavities and you will develop a sugar problem obesity and whole bunch of other things so once this awareness is there then you ration it out you rationalize it out right i think okay maybe i can still have 100 chocolates but not in like one day but spread across say one year 
just hypothetically saying right spread it out so yes you're still consuming but you're not consuming everything all at once you're staggering it out and staggering itself will introduce an element of discipline and introduce an element of restraint and thereby your mental resolve will get tested so somewhere these are all interconnected that if you exercise mental strength and in mental strength is applicable to all facets of your life not just the food that you consume the communication that you do and we have heard so much about the troll airing nasty views to whatever and everything that is going on the people are paid to troll other people's views and ideas and agendas so i my request to all those guys who are probably thinking well i'm getting paid how does it matter just you know say a few things here and there i am in any ways anonymous nobody is going to see me how does it matter what you are doing is you're doing a disservice to your own self your own development your own growth because if you are creating disharmony within an ecosystem some day somewhere it will come back to haunt you as well and that's the way of the world that's the way the cycle works so self restraint control there are i'm sure there are other things to do if you think if i don't do this what else will i do well you are underestimating your talent you can use your talent towards doing 10 other things you have to give it some thought will it be easy money probably not you'll have to work hard for it the question is why would you not work hard for it you might argue well if it is easy money why work hard for it well easy money doesn't have legs what i mean by that it doesn't it's not sustainable it's not scalable it doesn't last the distance if you don't believe me look back in history turn the pages ask the people who went for the easy money how many of them exist today a handful or less and eventually the karma catches up with you and you've got to think about it a little philosophically as well you've got to build something not break something do you want to be part of the problem or do you want to be part of the solution well that's all the time i had for this particular experience i hope you have a great year ahead i know we are going through lots of ups and downs as a country there are lots of struggles lots of challenges but there's a lot of things that are working well which you need to focus on sometimes it you've got to realize it is incredibly difficult to run this country whether it is you me or anybody who's standing up as a leader it is incredibly difficult to manage a vibrant democracy like ours of 1.4 billion people each having their voices and opinions and ideas and thoughts so be a little less critical be a little more supportive take a higher ground sometimes if required and yes i'm not at all trying to suggest that everything is working fine and everybody's right and there's a lot of wrongs that are there as well but can we be a part of a solution we have identified there's a problem we know how it is going wrong now we've got to start contributing towards making it work right we can just can't just say and scream that yeah there is a problem criticize it crib about it rant about it and then say well then why don't you fix it no somewhere the responsibility is if you if something's bothering you so much you've got to take up 
put up your hand and say, let me go and solve it at my level, right? At whatever little level that I can do in my area, my community, my neighborhood. Let me start with that. Right? So don't, no need to boil the ocean. Say, can I just start at least warming up the water in my household? Then try and see if I can serve other people. So try and be a little more patient and tolerant in your communication, in your expression. And I wish and pray that peace be with you, to all of you, your family and health be with you. You've just gone past the pandemic and it's still lurking around somewhere. And this is clearly not the end of it all. There is going to be some more as we move forward. So exercise caution, exercise discipline, and yet try and be happy within the constraints that are there around us because there are lots of instances where those who don't even have that and you don't need to go far you can just look around us like in the neighborhood and you will realize that not having what we have people are suffering so somewhere appreciate what we have and enjoy and respect the abundance that we have been blessed with over the years on that note Stay happy, stay well. Jai Hind.